dudes in a cage. We are back with another fight analysis. UFC 278 is absolutely stacked. We are your hosts. I'm Charles Clark. And I'm Matt Johnson. And we are going to get straight into these fights. This fight card is stacked. There's a ton of fights on it. Uh, they start at 4 o'clock this Saturday night, Mountain Central time for me. Uh, so it's an earlier start for the earlier prelims. We got lots of fights. Let's get into them. Daniel Da Silva, eleven and three versus Victor Altamario. Man, Victor, man, he's fast. He's powerful. He's patient. He does really good to sweep uh, or get back up when he gets taken down. But his takedown defense needs a little bit of work, in my opinion. Daniel Da Silva, uh, he's going through a name change. He used to go by somebody else. can't quite remember what his, his other last name used to be. Um, <clears throat> he was a striker. He's a striker. He's got good kicks. He likes to pressure you. He's got good control on top. He's got good stand-up and ground game. But, again, his takedown and takedown defense is a little lacking. Uh, I, I look at both of these guys and see both of their wrestling needs a little bit of work. Who am I to blame on that, though? I see Daniel De Silva winning this one um, just because I think his striking is going to overpower Victor's. Matt, what about you? You know, usually we agree, at least on the first fight. Uh, today we're going to disagree. I think Victor, although he isn't, the best wrestler, his wrestling is a little bit better than Daniel, and I think he knows that, and he knows he's got to grind a win to get a win. Uh, they're both coming up off of a loss, so this will be interesting in that aspect, but I really think Victor is going to just grind it out and use his little bit superior grappling to get the win. Nice, nice. Yeah, I can see that for sure. On the next fight, we have Aro Quilling, who is 23 and 11, versus Jay Perrin, who is 10 and 5. I'm going to call him Ling because that's a, a Q in the middle, and I don't mess with that. Ling actually won his last fight, where Perrin's coming off a loss, so I think Perrin is going to you know, use that chip. But I'll tell you what, Ling has a lot of power, and he's. A lot of output. He averages 6.65 strikes per minute. That's, and those are significant strikes. He's good. He's more of a decision fighter, but I think he's gonna use his output to his advantage, and he's gonna get the win. Nice, nice. Yeah, I like uh, I like uh, Aori as well. I think he is very well rounded, and he keeps a really good pace. Um, like, like Jay Perrin, I think you're right. He's primarily a wrestler. He, he looks for that takedown. Um, he likes to hold guys against the fence. He likes to take you down and ground and pound you. I think Aori is going to be able to stop the takedown and outstrike him. So I'm getting, going with Aori as well. Okay. Next up we have Amir Elbiz. 14 and 1 versus Francisco Figueredo. Man, Amir, 
has been out for a year and a half. That really worries me. It's a long layoff. A lot can change in that time. This guy is a solid prospect. He's got great striking and grappling. He likes to use his jab, and he's really light on his feet. Uh, Francis Figueredo, everybody should know who he is by now. He's Davison's little brother, and I think he's he's kind of lives in his brother's shadow, and that's all he's known for. And he's all everything, anything that everybody has to say about him is he doesn't live up to his brother. I think he he he's his own fighter in his own right, and he's very aggressive. He has striking, but he has really slick BJJ wrestling and grappling, as shown in his last win where he um, was going for a, a leg lock and he converted it to a knee bar. Uh, it was a very nice switch. Uh, he did it really well during the movement. Uh, it, it displayed really high-level grappling. Um, that being said, I think Amir is going to win this fight. But I'd never doubt Francisco to get some kind of crazy submission um, in some kind of scramble. So you never know in this one. What do you think? You know, I like Francisco in this one. Uh, unfortunately, he's kind of like Nate Diaz was, uh, you know, DeLuio's on brothers. He's in his brother's shadow. Yeah. But I think he uses that to his advantage to prove to everyone else that, you know, I'm my own fighter. I'm not just like my brother. That knee bar was very slick, the way he transitioned, and just shows how high level his grappling is. Yeah. I think Amir's going to try to get it to the ground, but I think Figueredo, just like his brother, he's got that power. He can, especially at flyweight, you don't see it much. But I, I think he's going to get the win, and still being his brother's shadow, but it's going to help him take a step up and get out of it. Nice. Yeah, that's exactly what he needs. Next up, we have AJ Fletcher versus Ang Lusa. Ang Lusa is eight and three, <clears throat> and AJ Fletcher is nine and one. Uh, Lusa, you know, from Congo, he's he's got that power, just like Kamara's getting it. You know, Izzy, Francis, they just have something about them, and. Lusa is the same. He's he's going to have a seven-inch reach advantage. I think he's going to stay on the edge, and he's going to he's going to get power shots as long as he doesn't look for those power shots and just lets them come naturally. He should be able to you know keep it on the feet. He absorbs a lot of strikes, but I, I think he's going to catch Fletcher and get it done. Nice. Man, <clears throat> AJ Fletcher, man, his last fight, uh, all his stats were crazy. Um, he lost, right? He lost his last fight, but he had his stats were higher in like literally every uh, category. DraftKings, the DraftKings fantasy when you do points when you build your team, um, the winner gets thirty points just for winning. AJ still had more points than the other guy because of how many takedowns and how many strikes uh, uh, than he had than than the other guy. 
Um, so that says something. That last fight really says to me, like, he could have won that fight. And I'm, I may be a little, I feel like I'm a, I'm a little impressed with AJ right now. I just, <clears throat> I just don't think he's a complete fighter yet. Um, to be competing at the highest level of mixed martial arts. There's, there's just something that's still missing a little bit in his game, and I'm not sure what that is. I mean, he's a great wrestler and a grappler, and he can KO you. Um, he likes to ground and pound you, take you down and ground and pound you, and he's really extremely fast. Um, like you said about Ang Luz, man, he's a crazy striker. He's got volume and power, plus he's got a great chin, man. Um, he throws lots of jabs and kicks to keep you at range. He, he's really good at that. And um, the, the only thing about Aang, um, he doesn't like being pressured. Um, I've seen him get tired before as well. Um, I, I feel like Aang does have the power to knock out AJ, but I think AJ is going to outsmart him in this fight. He's going to get him tired. He's going to use his wrestling um, he's going to try to chain wrestle and just take him down back to back to back to back. And it's going to outtire Aang and AJ is going to grind out a win. <clears throat> I, think this, I think this fight's going to be one of those sleeper fights. It's going to come out impressive. Yeah. Yeah. Every, yeah. Yep. Yep. This should be a good one. I think. I think. I'm, 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 I'm interested. I'm interested to see what happens to AJ. Yeah, for sure. So, oh, next up, added to the card, my girl Miranda Maverick, ten and four, versus my other girl Shannon Young, eight and four. Shout out Shannon, Tennessee fighter. Let's get it, Miranda Maverick, man. She's a very technical striker. She's got really solid takedowns. She averages multiple takedowns every fight. Shannon Young. Tennessee, let's go, Knoxville fighter. She's a boxer. She likes. She's got great power. She's really tough. She doesn't stop. She's got good striking. She was the bantamweight king of the cage champion. She's a karate black belt. She was a collegiate wrestler. I think the key to victory for Miranda Marat Maverick is to get a takedown and keep Shanna down and outwork her on the ground. I think the key for Shanna to win is to out-pressure Miranda and bully her. If Shanna can get in her face and show her who owns the ring, she can come out with another win. I'm undecided in this one. I just really can't pick a winner. Matt, what do you think? I could pick a winner. Right. You know, I think this fight's going to come down to who – is the aggressive fighter because they're both, you know, yeah, both right, push forward. Right. Who's going to be the first one to take that step backwards? Yep. Miranda is, like you said, technical. She also has a really good read on how she can just throw a feint into a takedown. Her transitions into the clinch are, for being young in the sport, they are high level. She good. did have yeah. a couple of, you know, missteps against like uh, Macy Barber and stuff, but she's still young and hungry. Shana Young, you know, she's got power, but I just think Miranda's going to pressure her, get her against the cage, drag her down, and it's going to be a gritty 15 minutes. 
Nice. After that wonderful fight, it's going to get a little entertaining. We got Sean Woodson, who's 9 and 1, versus Luis Saldana, who's 16 and 7. Now Sean Woodson is kind of like uh, O'Malley. He's very tall for the division. He's 6 foot 2 and he's a fly or a featherweight. But his his reach is only 78 compared to 73 for Lewis. Saldana, you know, Mexico, they have good boxing, but also underrated in the wrestling. Look at Moreno. But I, I think Woodson's going to strike with him, and he's got good takedown defense. He averages about 82% takedown defense. Uh Neither one of them are going to go to the ground. They're just going to stand and bang, and I think Sean Woodson's going to get a split decision victory. Yeah, I think you're exactly right, bro. Sean Woodson, former professional boxer, I believe. Luis Saldana, he is a boxer in his own right from Mexico. So these are primarily a, a striker versus striker fight. I think Sean Woodson needs to use his range and his reach um, and he's really good at doing that. Um, you know, some guys just don't know how to use their reach and keep guys away from them. But Sean Woodson, being a boxer, is really good at that. Like you said, he's got that eight upper, uh, lower eighty percent uh, takedown defense, which is which is extremely high. Um, I, I think Luis Saldana's only way to win this fight is if he gets takedown, and with takedown defense being eighty percent. I don't see it happening. Sean gets the win. Yep. All right. Next up, another women's MMA fight. Yanan Wu, 13-5, and five, versus Lucy Fudulova, 13-7. and seven. Lucy used to be in the UFC. Um, this is her second stint in the UFC. Um, um, I don't remember the exact figures, uh, uh, so I so will mention it, but she's had uh, quite a few fights in the UFC before. Um, she's a very powerful striker. She throws everything hard. Uh, she's always looking for that that knockout every throw. Um, Yanan, she's got great Muay Thai. She has grappling if she needs it. Um, she doesn't really like to use it unless she has to. She moves really well, and she has great cardio. I think her movement and her cardio are, are what's really going to make the difference in this fight, and that's why I see Yanan winning. I agree you? with you. You know, they're both strikers in their own right. I just think Yanan has a little bit more power. Yeah. Uh, you know, <clears throat> Lucy is no stranger on the ground, but neither is Yanan. They both have their strengths and their weaknesses, but. Yanan's just better in each sense. So I'm going with Yanan on this one, and I think it's going to be another striking matchup, and it's going to be who hits harder and who hits faster. And then after that, we have the featured prelim bout, which is Leonardo Santos, who is 18-6-1, versus Jared Gordon. And he's 18 and 5. They're both coming off loss. They're both pretty big for the lightweight division, but they're also both coming up. So they're 
they're not contenders. They're still prospects. And I think being in this part of the prelims, a future, it's going to see who's going to take that next step in competition. For this one, I'm going to go with Santos. I just His grappling is impressive. He's got great defense. He's got pretty good accuracy. Jared Gordon is more of a wrestler. And he's... He's 50-50 on his takedown defense. So if Leonardo can get him down, pressure him, you know, get top control, I think he's going to either be slick and slide into submission, or he's okay with staying on the feet. But I'm going Santos, and I really think it's going to be a submission. Nice. Yeah. Jerry Jerry Gooden, like you said, I think he's 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 primary wrestler. Um, he does have some decent striking. His game is he just tries to out-pressure you. <clears throat> Excuse me. Throat's a little raspy today. Le- Leonardo, man, he's a seven-time BJJ champion. Um, he does have technical striking as well. Um, the thing I don't like about him is he has really poor cardio. Um, I-, I see Leonardo winning this fight. I just... I'm really worried about him getting tired. Um, uh, the question to me is: Can he get a takedown? Can he get it early on? If he does, he can probably he can probably sub sub Jared Gooden. I think uh, that see. I think that's the key. Sorry to cut you off with Santos uh-huh. in this fight. Is he gets tired because he keeps trying to take him down? If he yeah. gets him down in the first one or two attempts, right, I think right. he'll win. If he got to land that takedown, yeah. I think that'll he, be the difference in this one, too. If he has to try for the takedown too many times, he's going to be too tired to get this up. That's, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. That's exactly what I was trying to say. So that's, yeah, that's perfect. If if he doesn't get that takedown right away, Jared Gooden can grind it out. Um, just, just like Nate, Nate Lawhander did in the co-main event, you know. Jared Gooden will kind of do the same thing. Yeah, that... Anyway. <laughs> He Not just to that looks extent, like a blue collar guy, and so you know he's like uh, Nate said. You know, my mama didn't raise no bitch baby, so right. That was an amazing fight. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's my turn. Next up, we have Tyson Pedro, who's eight and three, versus Harry Hunsucker, seven and five. Man, Tyson Pedro. You're probably not that familiar with him, but you should be. Man, this guy is really well-rounded. He's a good grappler. He's got a really powerful double leg. He just charges at you, gets you double leg, takes you down. Man, Harry, he's a pretty heavy striker. He's got speed. Um, His takedowns, he kind of likes to drag and trip you to get you down. He doesn't really shoot for double leg, single leg, you know, that uh, conventional takedowns. Um, He's coming off two back-to-back KO losses, man. Um, The odds are insane on this fight. Like, Tyson Pedro's like a negative 800 or something, which is crazy. I, I mean, that's... Like, why would you even bet on that? The most likely outcome is Tyson Pedro is going to win. Um, but what do you think, man? Yeah, you know, I'm going to go with Pedro. Hunsucker, to me, he he's kind of like Santos. 
know, cardio is an issue. He is a bigger light heavyweight, and yeah. it doesn't work for everyone. Pedro, he's you know tied to Avasa. Mark Hunt, he comes from that era, era or that you know era area and that gym. Uh, I believe he is tied to Avasa's brother-in-law because uh, they call him the Shoey Bros. And I think I think Tyson's gonna get to take a Shoey, and he's going to he's gonna get the knockout. Nice. He's yeah. he's more accurate, and he throws more volume. Yeah, I think he's gonna win. Yeah. After I stumble on words, I finally got area out of there. The next fight, we got go from light heavyweight to the heavyweights. We got Marcin Tybura versus Alexander Romanov. It's crazy how you're starting to see a lot more wrestling style fighters coming up in the heavyweights, and yeah. that's Alexander Romanov to a T. He's sixteen and zero, so we know he's gonna wrestle. Marcin Tybura, you know, with all heavyweights third round they get tired but Tybura still carries power and that's one thing that has helped him in the UFC is he's always got that power but I think Alexander Romanov is just going to grind him and wrestle him I'm not going to say I don't think it'll go decision but I'm also wouldn't be shocked if it does but I, I think Romanov is going to either submit him or towards the later rounds he's going to catch him. That's nice. Yeah. Man, Tibera, he he's a durable guy. He's a tough dude. He he can grind. He can he likes to grind out fights, man. He's real tough. He he likes to strike to a takedown and then ground and pound you. Uh, <clears throat> he uses a lot of body locks to grab you and then trip you down. He doesn't really like go for takedowns. Alexander Romanov, man, 16-0. I mean, dude's a big, scary dude, man. He's a wrestler. He's got speed and power. He just he just charges forward at people, man. I, I yeah. I just think I just think he's too athletic, uh, man. I think he's gonna he's just too big. He's gonna be too fast uh, uh, for Tibera. Um, I see. I see Romanov potentially, uh, you know, being a champ someday. You know, I think. I think he's definitely, definitely working his way towards it. You know. Oh yeah, I can keep, see that. Keeps doing what he's doing. Yeah, yeah. So I, I think Alexander Romanov's going to win this one. I, I do too. I just think. I just think he's just. just yeah. He's like the. Uh, the the Russian from uh, uh, Rocky Four Drago <laughs> Drago not quite but yeah that's what I'm trying to think of man next up we have I don't know if he is a Hall of Famer Hall of Famer future Hall of Famer Jose Aldo thirty one and seven versus Marab Gavalashvili I have no idea how to say his name I I feel so bad about him. I think it's Marab Devalishavili. 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 It was. I was close. Yeah. Devalishavili. Yeah. 
Man, Jose Aldo, you should know who he is by now. If you know anything about MMA, you know who Jose Aldo is. He's a great counter-striker. He's got amazing Muay Thai. He's got great BJJ. He's been in the game forever. He's got amazing leg kicks. Um, Marab, man, dude's got great cardio. He's got he's a, he's he's a good wrestler, man. He's a chain wrestler too. He goes for takedowns back to back to back. I'm a little bit worried about Jose Aldo in this one, man. Um, I think Jose Aldo he's he's starting to use his leg kicks less and less, and I think he really needs to use his leg kicks in this fight to try and stop the takedown. Um, uh, there, there hasn't been a lot of people to take Jose Aldo down, you know. So uh, he does stand a chance just, just by that alone, because not a lot of people can take and keep him down. So um, you know, Jose Aldo could pull this one out, but he, you know, he's starting to get older, and like we saw last weekend with Dominic Cruz, you know, he's been fighting for a long time. It just just happens, you know, you just, your time comes to an end sooner or later. Um, I, I really hope Jose wins this one. Um, I, I just, I, I, I hope we see some of that old Jose with those late kicks and, and he stands a chance. What do you think, man? You know, it's hard to root against Jose. Yeah. But like you said, you know, he is getting older. He is 35, which 35 is not old. I don't think that's his real age either. Yeah. That and he's been doing it so long and fighting, you know, top tier, high level without yeah, much time off. Like Dominic Cruz, you know, has years off layoffs a lot because injuries and he's been doing yeah. it for a long time. True. Jose, like you said, he's been using less leg kicks. Seems like after he got, you know, knocked out by Connor, his leg kick output went down i i wish he would go back to those his takedown defense is it is staggering 90 percent yeah so it's insane, dude. he's he's really good at you know keeping the fight standing and keeping the fight where he wants it just depends what jose is going to come out he's never fought a chain wrestler like this we know Marab's going to come out and he's going to shoot early and shoot often. And I think it's going to be a split decision for whomever. But my heart says Jose, but you know, not biased. I really think Marab's going to he's going to get the victory. Yeah, it's sad. I can't pick against Jose. I know but... it's tough, but if anyone was to use these for picks, don't don't choose this fight, cause right. This is this is one of those instances where you gotta bet with your head. Like you love Jose Aldo. Jose Aldo. He's probably the underdog picking this fight too. Actually, so it's even money. It's a minus one hundred five oh. and a plus one fifteen. Oh well, he's plus. If he's plus one fifteen, is well. Uh, I mean, it, it's relatively close. But yeah. if it's if it's if it's plus and minus, it's still. Well, it's minus minus. Sorry. Minus 105, oh, minus, minus 115. Oh, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. So it is a pick-em fight then. So yeah. it essentially is a pick-em fight, yeah. Um, 
But yeah, you know, if you love Jose Aldo, you probably shouldn't throw some money down on him on this fight. You know, yeah. you, you use your head and you find where where the the right bet to pick with the right money is. You know, and that's that's how you win. You got to look at too. This is his 39th fight compared to Marab's, you know, 19th. So experience is on Jose's side, but so is age and warrior time tested. Right. Father Time spares no one. Oh. This next fight's going to be very interesting. We got the hair plug pullout, Paula Costa, who is 13-2, and two, versus the Ralph Lauren model, Luke Rockhold, at 16-5. and five. I've been waiting to say that all day. Uh. <laughs> yeah, Rockhold, he was the next big thing. And then he got a little cocky, and he, you know, he had uh, he met Michael Bisping's left hook. Then he kind of struggled, took some time away. Now he's back, training full time. I believe he's with ATT and not AKA anymore. Yeah. But I, I just think you know, if ring rust is real, Luke Rockhold's gonna have it. He's been away a while, but his question mark kick is second to none. His style, he's, you know, AKA, so he's good at wrestling. Paula Costa, he works with Henry Cejudo. He wants to prove that the Izzy fight was a fluke and he was drunk on wine. I don't think he's going to get to prove it this fight, though. I, I really think Rockhold. His, he's going to use his five-inch reach, and he's going to keep it standing, keep it striking, and use his kickboxing to his advantage and get the victory. Interesting. Man, yeah. Luke Rockhold has been off for three years, man. That's a long way off, and he's had injuries during that time, too. Um, that worries me, man. I just, I just don't like that. Plus... Plus, he leans back a lot, and his chin is gone, man. Um, you know, and and Luke Rockhold fought at middleweight, and he's moving up to light heavyweight. So I don't really like that. Oh, this is built at middleweight. Oh, is it? No. Yeah. I, no, he went up to light heavyweight in his last fight, and now he's back down. Is that what it was? Yeah. Okay, okay. He went up to light heavyweight. Oh. Yeah, he got KO'd I, by uh, oh, okay. Santos, yeah, I believe. Forget that. Yeah, that's uh, I. I couldn't remember. I don't know why I was thinking light heavyweight. It's been three years ago. For some reason. Well, Paulo Costa. I th- I was thinking they're making him move up too. So I don't know. I thought I saw light heavyweight, but anyway. Jan Blakovic, who's who he got knocked out in uh, light heavyweight. At light. Oh. Yeah. Um, and now he's back down to middleweight. I would drop back down after that too. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, Paul, man, Paul Costo has, has great power, plus he, he's got pretty good output, he's heavy and fairly fast, plus he has decent takedown defense, I just, I don't know, man, I think the long layoff is what's going to do it for Luke, I just don't think he's going to be able to come back, I think, um, um, Luke, he, I think he's been off too long, and he's trying to fight at the top of the division. He probably should have took like a warm up fight before, you know, instead of trying to jump right up to the 
be a title eliminator again. I just don't. I just three years off. I think the game's moving forward too quick at this point. Just that's a fair point because I mean, if you think about it. Look at like last week when Dominic Cruz, he had what a year, almost two years off. Comes in, fights Cheeto, and Luke's got three years. We know he's got chin problems, but he also got KO'd by you know, Blakovich and Yoel Romero. So. Are they just more powerful, or is his chin gone? Yeah. Yeah. Oof. I just don't see it. I'm. Costa's a good pick. Yeah. Yeah. I think Costa's gonna win, man. I would. I would. I would go with Costa. I think that layoff is just just too long for Luke, and I, I think I think the game surpassed him at this point. Um, you know, Luke, Luke was never really that exceptionally great martial artist to begin with. I mean, he's very good, don't get me wrong, but... Alright, on to the main event, what everybody is waiting for, what we all want to see. Kamaru Usman, 20-1, and versus Leon Edwards, 19-3, one no contest. Kamaru Usman, he is the champion, man. He is a wrestler. He's got really technical striking. He's extremely powerful. Leon Edwards, he's a boxer. He uses his body kicks. He's a, He's got good wrestling. He's got great cardio. Man, he's got a solid fight IQ. Uh, I think... Um, I think this could has a potential to be a good fight. Um, I, I I do see Kamaru Usman winning this fight. I I think I think um, I think he's just gonna outstrike him. Um, yeah, I I think that that's all he's that's probably all Kamaru is gonna do is just outstrike him. Um, Edwards might go for a takedown or two, but I think Kamaru is just gonna be too big. Um, I think he's, he's going to be too big for Edwards. He's going to be able to stop the takedown. He might even he might even finish him. What do you think, Matt? You know, it's interesting because most wrestlers and grapplers fall in love with their striking, and then they meet their superior. You know, it happened to Ronda Rousey with Holly Holm. Right. Uh, some could say you know Nunez with Pena the first time, but. Kamaru is a wrestler, grinds everybody, but his striking is just, since switching with Trevor Whitman is just unbelievable how much it improved. Yeah. Especially when he's fighting at that high of a level. it's Usually it's unheard of to see a fighter improve that much that quickly. Leon Edwards is, in his last 10 fights, he's won nine and then had the eye poke, which... You could say he was winning that round. Yeah. Still doesn't count because it was one round. And then he fought Diaz. And for 24 minutes and 30 seconds, he outclassed Diaz and then got clipped. So he is hittable. Kamara, you know, knocked out Street Jesus with a straight jab. Yeah. I don't think this is going to be wrestling. I think Kamara's going to use his wrestling like he always does to keep it on the feet. And he will use his wrestling if 
he you know gets clipped and he needs a rest. If, if he, he needs, if yeah, he needs okay. to clear, yeah. like, clean his cobwebs, he'll take him down. But otherwise, I think it's just going to be a striking match. And yeah. even though Leon's more known as a boxer, unless your name is Colby Covington, I don't think I don't, you're not going to be close to beating Usman. So, right. The, right. Arguably the greatest welterweight of all time. Even better than yeah, yeah, I think he's definitely in that that quite that that um, you know talk. Yeah, I you're hearing and still this weekend for sure. Yes, and it's interesting because you know Leon could have had a they fought once and went to decision and Kamara used wrestling. So, is he going to go back to that game plan? Probably not, because I think Leon's going to expect him to. And, you know, even though Kamara's been knocking people out, everyone still says, oh, his striking's not that, you know. He's more technical than powerful. And I think that's what separates him from the rest. Yeah. Yeah. Man, I can't wait to see what happens in this main event, UFC 278. And it's going down. We hope that you watch it. Man, let us know what you think. Two dudes in a cage. We love bringing you these analysis videos. Uh, we, we look forward to, to hearing your input. Let us know what you think. Let us know who you're picking. What are your thoughts? No, it's going to be a great weekend of fights. Like, subscribe, comment below. Share us with your friends and family. Hope you enjoy. Two dudes in a cage. Yeah.